This week's Four Questions Journalist Spotlight is brought to you by Lefts Atlanta Media, Atlanta's best journalist database. Subscribe at leftsatlantamedia.com. Welcome to another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We are talking today with Andrew Shearer with the Athens Banner Herald. Andrew, how are you doing today? Great. How are you? Good, good, good. Thanks for thanks for taking a couple of minutes. Thanks uh, for asking. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to uh, expand my horizons and not be focused just on Metro Atlanta. So we're talking to some other great journalists around uh, around our state. I, I don't think I'll go beyond the borders. I think I'm going to stick with Georgia. I, I think that's a big enough pond for me. Yeah, it sounds manageable. There, there's a lot in there. Uh, <laughs> so Athens Banner Herald. So. Tell me a little bit about what your role is at the paper, kind of your your beat and kind of what you focus on, and then and I want to talk a little bit also about kind of what brought you to what brought you to the paper. Okay, well, the arts and culture reporter is a a beat that I um, that I took on right before the COVID nineteen pandemic, <laughs> which you know I knew it was happening and I decided to just go for it anyway. Um, but it covers, um, Athens is a big music town, a big food town, um, big art town. And so, uh, there's really no end to, uh, how much can be covered here from concerts, uh, to food trucks, to art openings, to, uh, authors. It's just not only am I kind of spoiled for choice, but, um, it's a never ending pursuit to try and get to everything and, uh, Unfortunately, I, I just I'm only one person, but that's a good that is a great problem to have. Yeah, no, that's that's OK. Uh, you know, like you said, I mean, you've got such a wide variety of entertainment that you can do there. Then, uh, yeah, you I mean, don't want to have to be searching for stories, right? It's true. And not a lot of uh, news outlets have a me. Um, I think it's just Athens sort of, uh, you know, is unique in its way because we do have uh, a major uh, university in town. So there's all that component to it, but also we've, we're just kind of known as a, as a hub for, for the arts. Yeah. I mean, for, for those who don't know, and God, I don't know who those people are, but roll off a couple of the great acts that have come out of Athens for us. Give me your top five. Well, the, the top ones, the most well-knowns are of course, REM, and the B-52s and the drive-by truckers and widespread panic. That's just to name, you know, just like yeah. off the top of my head, the ones that people would not only know, but also associate with, with Athens, Georgia. I saw the B-52s on CBS Sunday morning last week, I think. Yeah, was, that, was a, that was a great segment talking about uh, great, great background into, into the history of it. Uh, so uh, what's, what's your background? What, what, uh, what brought you to, to the Athens paper? Well, I'm from Doraville, and so I came all the way through the DeKalb County public school system. I went to Athens to follow my girlfriend who got into the University of Georgia, and since I didn't really have a plan, I just got out there and um, class of 95 across Keys High School. So I just went out and uh, got the job at the paper. I, I did a couple of video store gigs for a while. As you can see behind me, lots of movies. And, yeah. uh, I just worked my way up. Honestly, um, from the production department to news design, uh, I've done everything except sell ads. So I've I've even thrown the the paper, you know, and set it in front of hospital, uh, not hospital, but apartment uh, building doors and stuff like that. I've gone from every end to it, and uh, yeah, I just I just got the the arts and culture reporter job, uh, yeah, two years ago. 
Uh, yeah, the, the selling ads thing is a is a different. Uh, that's a different mindset and skill set, I think. Right? Yeah, I'm uh, more of kind of the artist type, and so um, my first thought is, uh, as a creative person, is not one of how do I make money off of this. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I mean, you're you're you get to report on all the all the fun things that are that are happening around that around that town. How big yeah. is the the reporting staff at the paper there? Um, we have, uh, I mean, it's under 10, so it's, uh, it's not, I mean, but it is a small town. So we've right, got right. people that are centered on, uh, crime reporting. We've got government reporting and we've got uh, business reporting and we've got, um, enterprise reporting. So we're, we're sort of covered when it comes to, to all the beats. Thankfully, uh, we just now, we just recently got someone to cover religion. Oh, and okay. yeah, just in time for the Georgia Guidestones to explode. <laughs> so uh, that was a great timing to have someone to to do some great coverage of that. And so, yeah, I feel like we're sort of at our strongest that we've been in easily in a decade, perhaps more. So geographically, how far, how far do you go? How far do you want to go? Do you, you um, as far as the coverage is concerned? Yeah. Yeah. In terms, terms right. of your, in terms of your coverage, your, I mean, how, how far, how far do you want to drive? <laughs> I was going to say, um, I usually stay with sort of within a 50 mile radius, um, being from Atlanta, uh, and knowing how much strong journalism is coming out from there, um, I really don't see a need to kind of go all the way back home, so to speak, right. for that. So I'm covering Northeast Georgia area, which uh, concerns like Jackson County, Madison County, Oconee County, athens Clark County, uh, those those areas. Okay, so you're not just athens Clark; you're you're a little bit wider beyond. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I would consider I would actually put Jackson County in that as well. Okay, okay, that's good. Um, and, and obviously, you're focused on, you know, entertainment that that is from, for, about, around that geographic area. You're not you're not necessarily going to do, hey, this these guys are playing in Atlanta. Go cover that. That's true, and I get a lot of that. And while I'm uh, certainly find that interesting, and I definitely will report on, uh, you know, Athens acts and things that they may do uh, in the Atlanta area. Ultimately, I'm concerned with people that have come to Athens. Um, either are from here or come to here uh, as residents because it is an artistic hub. And that's a lot of people, you know, it's kind of like uh, visiting Los Angeles or New York and, and uh, you know, meeting people and that no one's from there that you happen right. to meet. Right. But uh, in Athens, what's great is that most of the people that I uh, report on are actually from here. There's a lot of that. Yeah. 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 What are some other, some topics that you're looking at that you, that you want to cover kind of on your radar thing, things that are coming down the pipe the next couple of weeks or months that, that uh, oh. folks, folks will find coverage about. Yeah. I was going to say um, a resident of commerce, which is in Jackson County um, was in the final episode of the season finale of stranger things. And uh, he began his uh, acting career at age 52 and is now 62 and uh, has been directed by uh, Clint Eastwood and just won a, a Brooklyn Film Festival Award for Best Actor in a Feature Film. And he's, yeah, he's 62. It's never too late, right? I, that's kind of the angle that I've taken. But he's a, you know, I spent a couple hours with him and he honestly, his life is a bit like Stranger Things in a, in a <laughs> way that I'm not even sure I could necessarily report on because some of it's classified. <laughs> There's a. It's going to be a fun one to write and make sure that I don't accidentally leak any uh, classified information because he does have a military background. 
What can you say? What character he played in this? It was it was in the last season, season four. Yes, and he was he was a, just a character part. And so okay. there's a part where the uh, the, the uh, kids are uh, stealing a bike from a couple in a, a trailer home, and so it's him and uh, his and uh, the woman that plays his wife run out after him. Okay. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was I, I, we just my wife and I just binged that a week or mm-hmm. two back and. Yeah, so it was it was one of those things where you watched it unfold on social media where you know he couldn't announce that he was in it because it wasn't sure he's gonna make the cut. Right. So he found out when everybody else found out that he made it in. <laughs> and so his like social media page was just all relatives going like, Oh my god, I just saw you in Stranger Things. And so it was like a it was a big deal for him, but his background is just uh you know, it goes it, it, it goes back a little further than that because he's involved in The Walking Dead for a long time as well. Like a lot of people that you talk to, they're yeah, actors in yeah. the, the area now. But um, yeah, he's just a, a fascinating guy. And to look at him and to watch him work, he just seems like a character actor that's been around since at least the seventies. My, I have a a cousin, young young my co- cousin's kid, I guess, who's an actor, and uh, his first couple of roles he ended up on the cutting room floor so it was kind of one of those like sitting there watching the episode air and you're like that's right wait wait that uh, that was where i was supposed to be you yeah, know yeah, and, no, and even some big stars end up uh, on the cutting room floor sometimes when they appear and yeah, stuff yeah if you see it on youtube going like you know here's this oscar winning actor that didn't make it in the film or was uncredited or something like that the, how, how is this possible <laughs> he deleted scenes right yeah especially since now movies are you know two and a half three hours long now it's like did they cut anything <laughs> right right yeah i mean there was that whole actress who they cut out of avengers endgame who was supposed to be tony stark's older daughter right mm-hmm. and she had a she had a scene and it's like nope, nope gone wow they decided yeah, well that's not not doesn't doesn't go with the flow or breaks up the, the flow of the moment or something gosh it's yeah it's hard to imagine they left anything out of that one that was a <laughs> that was a long one it's amazing when you think that you know that how you know they shoot all they shoot the whole film and then they edit it and how the how they edit it can make a movie totally different, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I watched Absolutely. the. Did you watch the Justice League? Uh, both versions of the Justice League. I've seen yes because I went. I was one of the ones that went to the theater and saw it, and then uh, one of the ones that followed sort of the evolution of that. And uh, yeah, I did watch this uh, the Snyder cut. Uh, that, I thought the Snyder cut was so much better. I don't, I don't know what, what your thoughts are, but. You know, it's uh, with superheroes, the more of them you pile on, the more kind of, uh, you know, the characters suffer as a result in the writing. And so, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a fan of the kind of episodic storytelling. And yeah. uh, I, I thought, honestly, he could have broken that up into, you know, sort of a serialized uh, miniseries, uh, not unlike what uh, Marvel's doing on Disney Plus. Yeah, uh, I thought I, I thought. Like- I feel like the Flash had a much better story arc in this in the Snyder version than the Whedon version. You know, yeah, well, know. I'll take pretty much anything over the Whedon version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was when I was like, I mean, when the, when that Snyder cut came out, I was like, oh yeah, okay, this is this is good. This is this yeah, well, is much better. Let's not forget, he made Watchmen one of the I think one of the best superhero movies ever done. I, and I loved Watchmen. I thought it was a great film. I, I haven't finished the series yet. But I, I watched. But I love the movie. Both, yeah, fabulous. Yeah, I got. I got to get back to the series and finish that one. I think. I think uh, I started it, then got distracted by something else. You know, it's 
just so much stuff out there. There is, yeah, that's, that's so, there's so much. And that's, you know, that's kind of the thing with me and, uh, and my beat there at the Banner Herald is that, uh, you know, you want to stay as current as possible. Um, and when uh, COVID first began, uh, what not a lot was going on. And I had a lot of people ask me, oh, congratulations on the job. What are you going to write about? And so I took that as my time to uh, sort of, I was like, well, I don't want to write sad stories about COVID. I want to write happy ones. And so um, I began um, just getting in touch with people who did own restaurants and who did own businesses and who were in the arts and began writing stories about what they were trying to do, how they were coping, how they were staying communicated. And then as far as my music coverage was concerned, I, uh, a hip hop fan being from Atlanta and coming up in the nineties, of course, and so I wanted to know more about the hip hop scene in Athens. And it turned out it had been a very underserved uh, community in terms of uh, media coverage. And so I started from the beginning and just wanted to talk to the originators of the scene and built it out from there. And uh, I began yeah, getting a lot of subscriptions based on that content that I was making with those. You know, some of those people, um, they, you know, they aren't in Athens anymore or nobody's heard of them or they're still there and still making music and no one knows. And uh, that was, uh, yeah, that, that got a lot of attention really quickly um, within the region. Uh, and uh, I honestly made so many friends as a result of, of doing those stories. I found myself at birthday parties and uh, I was a presenter at the Athens Hip Hop Awards. Yeah, that's I, cool. That's I've great. I've been to someone's wedding. And so it, uh, yeah, it, I, was, I, got, I went in kind of not sure how I would cover music in Athens because it is so big. It does have that history. Um, but I was like, well, what way can I contribute to that in a way that I can do from, <laughs> from you know, the, the standpoint of not being able to get out into the community and, you know, see the faces and talk to people. Right, so I did, right, all right. That by, I did all that by phone and email, and I was able to get a whole series of articles that's still continuing. So is your – I know you guys are part of the kind of the Gannett mm-hmm. newspaper network. So is your work kind of – does it get syndicated across other, other papers in addition to the Athens paper? Yeah, yeah, they do. As a matter of fact, um, and you never know when like Associated Press is going to pick up a story either. Uh, some of the most kind of random stuff uh, that I have done, yeah, has been picked up by the Associated Press. And I'm going like, well, that's really interesting. And other times, yeah, a lot of outlets pick it up. Uh, last summer, I found the um, the four women barbecue pitmasters of Georgia. It was oh, only great. four at the yeah. time. And so, because, uh, you know, typically when, when you think of the barbecue pitmasters, um, think of men, and sure. most of them are. And in fact, some of the associations were unable to get me in contact with any woman, but I found them all. And uh, so did a story on them. Now, that one was a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, publications within the company picked that one up. A lot of, a lot of research you need to go into that one, huh? I mean, it was, uh, you know. Um, Somebody's got to do it. I was going to say, uh, the, the more it sounded like it was going to be tough to do, the more I really wanted to make yeah. sure I did it. Yeah. Were they, were they all around the state? Yes, they were. Yes, they were all working, all doing either anything from uh, having one uh, Netflix uh, food show tournaments to just owning a local barbecue in some small town I'd never heard of. But yeah, they're all around. That's cool. That's cool. So, um, so if someone has an idea or a story idea, but what's the, Best way to connect with you? You like email or social media? What's it? What's a good connection? Um, well, my email is uh, a shearer at onlineathens.com, and I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook also. Um, I mainly am looking for people who have a story to tell me because I love hearing a story and I love to report a story because anytime someone is doing anything, um, there's a reason why they do it. 
and there's the way that they're pulled it off. And that's kind of the thing that our readers are interested in. And they just want to know more than a headline will tell you. And they also want information that only people like me took the time to get. Yeah. So I'm, you know, the news is that Big Dave's cheesesteaks is coming to town in their food truck. But what I want to know is, uh, did Big Dave, was he, is he from Athens or did he go to school here? And uh, once I find out that, yes, there's yes answers to those questions, <laughs> people are just sort of blown away by that. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking for is for people to stay connected and stay informed as best as I can. Okay. Uh, so I think uh, probably be fair to your colleagues. Let's just run through kind of some of the other beats just so folks know who the, the other folks are. Sure. Uh, so you're, you're a government reporter. Who, who, who's covering that for you guys? That's Stephanie Allen. Okay, and uh, let's see. The ed- who's your editor right now? Caitlin Stroh Page, who's All currently right. out on maternity leave, but uh, I owe everything to her. She really took a chance on me. Okay, and who's doing? You mentioned a crime reporter. Yeah, uh, Wayne Ford. Okay, and education. How about that? I believe Stephanie. That's also within Stephanie's beat as okay. well. And anybody else we should talk about? Anybody else we should mention? Well, we've got Ryan Dennis covering UGA Sports. Okay. And so that's uh, important. That's a good one. Yeah, we've got Nikolai Mather covering uh covering religion. Like I said, Nikolai is the one. Oh, he's the new one. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, he's the one that wrote okay. the the Guidestone story, among m- many others. I mean, yeah. Nikolai, it's, that was a really. I mean, we're lucky to have, we're lucky to have everyone. It's just like I said, it's the strongest our staff I think has been in terms of uh, the areas that we cover and how we report. Uh, we also have Alex Anto, who's uh, our I believe he's an intern, but Alex is just doing incredible work right now. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So let's get to the lightning round here. So these don't have to be long answers, but uh, uh, I call this the lightning round. So what's something cool or fun about you that people might not know? That my grandfather um, retired from uh, American Theater Supply in Atlanta. And so he was the one going around all the theaters in Atlanta throughout the 60s, 70s, and 80s installing movie projectors and repairing them and designing sound systems. That's incredible. Do you have any, any old projectors in the background oh, there? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I one asked. of them. I mean, I, uh, I lived awesome. with him in high school and the stories he told, he was in the signal corps in the army in world war two. And that's how he started uh, the interest in film and, uh, and sound and visuals and stuff. So, so I'm you, like, you can, start your, you can start your own uh, prop house there. You know, more than you would probably realize. Yeah. <laughs> this is just the, the, just the edge of it. <laughs> it's just, you, you can't see what's, what's not on camera there, right? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm looking at a fake leg over here, an old hat, a, a vampire bat, a squishy brain that's like a stress toy. Well, the, the DVDs in and of themselves, right? I was going to say, my first writing, I did not go to school for journalism. So uh, from Banner Herald at the time I was in the production department for all those years in uh, news design i was writing a weekly uh, film column so that was kind of how i got my and that was just from being a kid reading the ajc's uh, entertainment section yeah uh, as soon as my my grandma was done reading the comics she would let me have it so, <laughs> all, all right last movies last book read or the last podcast you listened to i'll give you the option for that one. Oh my goodness the last podcast i listened to was an episode of You Must Remember This, which is a classic film podcast. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and it covered the uh, it covered the American Gigolo movie. And then the last book 
I read was about uh, Joy Lansing, the old TV star. And it was about the woman who spent the last years with Joy as she got breast cancer and all of this. And so it was a very interesting because they had a they were they were together. You know, this was a, a gay relationship. And yet in that era of Hollywood, you had to really hide it. So yeah. Right. The woman who wrote it was her, her lifetime partner and uh, had to masquerade as Joy's sister wherever they went. All right. Uh, favorite local restaurant? My favorite local restaurant is uh, Punta Cana Dominican Grill. There is Bottle Works. Yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite guilty pleasure? Do I have any guilty pleasures? I don't know. Anyone who follows my Instagram at uh, Cinema Andrew, C I N E M A N D R E W. I mean, has recently seen the contents of my Showgirls box set, which includes pasties and dice and the shot glass. Okay. So right. I don't, I don't feel like I have anything guilty. <laughs> I don't, I don't really have anything to hide. Uh, All right. Everybody kind of knows my interest in cult film at this point is very good. All right. Favorite lo- What's a good local getaway place you like to go to decompress a little bit. My favorite local getaway is actually our art house theater. It is called uh, Athens Cine, C-I-N-E. And uh, they have a bar and a cafe and uh, a thing called the lab where you can see anything from full band concerts to poetry readings to industry meetings and things like that. I just I keep joking with them that uh, they should just build me a, a little bunk to sleep in there because I'm there all the time. <laughs> if I need to meet someone for a, a, a meeting, an interview doesn't even have to be related to film. I always ask to, to kind of show up there and meet there. Um, it's really kind of, I'm from Doraville, but I feel like my home is that theater. You'd like a, you know, a little name on the, on a table or something, you know, like my name is, my name is on the back of two of the seats in the theater. Okay. Well, they, okay. Well, good. Well, <laughs> they're, they're, they're ahead of me then. All right. Favorite, uh, this may be redundant, but favorite non-work hobby. My favorite non-work hobby. Um, I help people make movies, just independent ones where no money's involved, okay. not, not part of the movie industry. Um, just, uh, you know, I have some equipment and some, some lights and, of course, all these props. And so, yeah, uh, a lot of creative people. I've done music videos as well, but like I said, it's, it's not for uh, – I don't do it for any money. It's just something that I do just for fun because I, I, I love uh, the artistic environment. Doing it sort of live is, it makes, a, makes it's just it's a lot of fun for me. Yeah, we we were working last week with uh, a group called uh, Kids Video Connection. They're putting on the uh, Atlanta Children's Film Festival last week, and uh, wow. it's a great uh, great showcase for not just kid produced films, but also independently, you know, adult independent film producers. But it's all, all about kind of trying to educate young people about how they can get into the industry. You know, George has got so much happening in the industry, and you know, our limiting factor is how many people we've got who can do all the jobs, right? Yeah, and you know, um, I would love to have something like that uh, here in Athens. I'm on the panel of judges for what's called the uh, Ripple Effect Film Festival every year, and it's uh, short films about um, water conservation and environmental issues, and it's done through the schools. And so we end up with anywhere from 30 to 70 uh, short films that are made by kids, so uh, K through 12. and. Okay. Uh, and uh, they play them at that theater I was talking about once all the selections are made. And so, yeah, that's what you're talking about is something I would love to. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll ask them if they uh, have anything going on in Athens. And if not, I'll tell them that they need to connect with you and set something up. 
I was going to say, I know the, I know the people that would love to talk to them. Okay. Very good. Um, anything else we haven't talked about, about your beat or your job or about the paper that, that you want to mention? Uh, not really. I just, uh, I, I, I feel it is very important for my job to put myself out there. Um, I mentioned being um, a presenter at the Athens Hip Hop Awards. You know, this isn't a thing that we think of as being part of the job of a journalist. But I think the idea, as the industry continues to change, that um, local news is perhaps being written elsewhere or, or you know, uh, composed elsewhere or kind of put together elsewhere and it's all been outsourced. I don't think it's a good idea for the journalists then to sort of like hide who they are not in terms of being secretive, but just sort of like following the old model of hitting the desk, hitting the typewriter, hitting mm-hmm. the phones, hitting the pavement, talking to people and forgetting that we live in a very connected world and a very visual world. And so I embraced the podcast medium 13 years ago. I embraced the social media stuff back even before I was a writer, just when um, our previous corporate owners thought that being on things like MySpace was a distraction, whereas we should have been having an account there for the paper, you know? Yeah. And so um, I am all for being, doing things like this, um, going and speaking at classes at the university and um, really just sort of like showing my face because I want people to know who's writing it, who's in there, that there are human beings part of the community and that, uh, you know, we're geeks for what we do and we do want to talk to you and, and get your story out there. You do a podcast also? Yeah, I do. How about okay. that? Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I, you mentioned that. So I thought about that. So what is, what is your podcast called? Uh, it's called the Cinema File Podcast, C-I-N-E-M-A-F-I-L-E. And okay. it's been going since 2010. And um, that is available on like Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadios, uh, Spotify, uh, Omni FM. And so, yeah, it's, it's film related because even though I, I now mostly cover, uh, you know, like other, other sort of things uh, beyond film as part of my beat, uh, it's what's something I started when I was just doing the film column. The column okay. was called The Cinema so, File. So spell that, spell that again so folks can find it. Oh, it's C-I-N-E-M-A-F-I-L-E podcast. And okay. I don't know if anyone else has taken that name. Uh, there may be two or three other kinds, but you want to look for the one that's from Andrew Shearer. At the Athens Banner Hill in Athens. Okay, Georgia. and I'll I'll drop the link into the the YouTube notes when we post this too, so that'll be that'll be in there for folks to, to find yeah, new easier. Episode, new episode today. We um I had a, a writer from Fangoria Magazine join me uh, to name the top five horror movies of the year so far, and it is a super nerdy discussion. <laughs> that sounds great. I have to say too, I love your T-shirt. Oh, we've got Harold in the Purple Crayon. Yeah, no, I love it. No. I love it. You have to yeah, be. That I think you have to be came, of a certain age to appreciate that one, right? Yeah, this came from the uh, Center for Puppetry Arts. My family are members there, and I've been going there since I was a kid, uh, starting with, I think, Oak Cliff Elementary. I've uh, been going to shows there. And um, they did a production of Harold and the Purple Crayon, and it was like, I think it won some awards. It was one of the most innovative published shows I've ever seen. Yeah, that was, I, I love I love that, the, the books. I grew yeah. up on those. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They're beautiful books. Yeah. We've been talking with Andrew Shearer with the Athens Banner Herald. Andrew, we appreciate your time today. I appreciate yours. And again, I'm honored. Thank you for asking. I'm in great company. I've watched a few of them. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. I appreciate that. Uh, it's been another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. Tune in almost every Sunday and uh, see another episode. And if you're a journalist and you'd like to be on the show, give me a call and uh, 
we'll set up a time. And as always, if you're looking for local journalists, look for our Left Atlanta Media database of journalists, and uh, you will find what you're looking for. Thanks, everybody.